Hey moms, Brie here. Question, have you ever found yourself at a loss for words when it comes to helping your athlete daughter? Specifically, before a game when she's feeling super nervous and you just want her to be confident or in that car ride home when she's being hard on herself and you just want her to also see the good things she did out there. Now, if you have, you're not alone. It's so hard to know what to say to get her out of her head and start believing in herself. That's why I'm excited to share about our four-day What to Say Challenge happening this month. This challenge is specifically designed for moms of girl athletes to help you know what to say to build her confidence without making things worse or causing her to shut down. Even if you're often met with things like, you have to say that, you're my mom. Over the four days, we'll be together for short trainings to give you strategies and scripts so you'll never be stuck wondering what to say again. The challenge is happening May 14th through 17th, and registration is open now for early bird pricing. So you get 60% off the challenge, and you can hop in for just $19. Head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge to register. That's also linked in the show notes. We kick off on Monday, May 13th with our pre-party, and I hope to see you there. Hey there, we're Christina and Brianne, and one of our greatest passions is enabling female athletes to uncover their greatness, allowing them to break free from their limitations and achieve their biggest dreams. As expert coaches and confidence and mindset educators, we created the Elite Competitor to enable moms and coaches to build lifelong confidence, resilience, and elite performance. Think of this as your weekly dose of inspiration, where you'll feel enabled with proven strategies, real-life stories, and transformative lessons. Welcome to the Elite Competitor Podcast. What if I told you that you could control the outcomes that you get in life? That by simply making one shift, you can actually change the results that you're getting. See, the thing is that many of the athletes we work with want something different. More playing time, better performance, to play at the higher level. But they feel like they have no control over what's happening in reality. So they get stuck in loops that keep them playing and performing below what they're capable of. Well, in today's episode, we're going to flip that script on its head. In fact, we're talking about something that's so important today that we call it one of our foundational concepts. I actually taught one of our first foundational concepts back in episode three, the three non-negotiables to elite performance. So if you missed that, go back and take a listen. But today we're talking about another key concept, and that is how our thoughts create our reality. Today, we're going to chat all about how our outcomes are created, examples of why this is so important to an athlete's success or lack of, and what athletes, as well as parents and coaches, can be doing to ensure that they're owning their outcomes and their results. So let's dive in. When I say that our thoughts create our reality, here's what I mean. I want you to imagine a wheel. And on this wheel, there are five arrows that each point to one another in a clockwise fashion. We call this the thought wheel. So how it works is next to that first arrow, we're going to put the word situation. So situations are things that happen in our lives. We may or may not have control over them. We are met with situations on a daily basis, an hourly basis. They happen to us all the time. Okay, so situation, that would be that first, that first arrow there. Now we do get to control one thing about a situation and that is what we think about it. So coming out of that situation next to arrow number two, we have the word thought, right? So a situation happens and we get to choose how we think about it. 
Going around to that next arrow, our thoughts lead to our emotions, right? So backing up, our first arrow is that situation. Situations lead to thoughts. Thoughts lead to emotions. All right. That next arrow is action. So we take action based on our emotions and based on how we feel, or maybe we don't take action, but it all depends on our emotions and how we feel. So that next arrow is action. And then the last one to kind of bring it all back together is results. So we get our results in our life based on the actions that we take or we don't take. And those results lead back into situations that either we like or we don't like. So if you can imagine, this is a thought wheel and it all it all just kind of stays in this loop, all right? So it starts with a situation. We get to choose what we think about it. Our thoughts lead to our emotions. Our emotions lead to our actions. Our actions get us our results and our results put us back into situations that either confirm the thoughts that we were thinking or change them. Okay, so that is a thought wheel. And this is really, really important for athletes, parents, and coaches to realize that this this wheel is where athletes get stuck. They either get stuck repeating behaviors and actions and thoughts and getting the same results, or they get stuck in good thought patterns and good actions and good results and good situations that they want to recreate. And here's how it actually plays out in the real world. So for example, situation, we say we we might not have control over situations, but here's a situation that a lot of athletes find themselves in. And if you athletes, if you're listening, if you haven't found yourself in this situation yet before, you probably will over your playing and competing career. So the situation is you get benched, right? Or maybe you're just not getting as much playing time as you want. All right. So that's the situation we may or may not get to control that. A lot of times we don't. That's the decision of the coach. But you do get to decide how you think about it. So say you lose some playing time and your thought that comes out of that situation is, my coach hates me. Okay, so again, you were in that situation. You got to choose your thought and you chose to think, my coach hates me. All right. Next leads to the emotions. Right. So that's the thought, my coach hates me. The emotions that follow that probably are going to be something along the lines of feeling defeated embarrassed, bitter, sad, resentful. Likely when a player thinks that somebody doesn't like them, especially a coach, they're not going to be feeling a lot of like warm, fuzzy feelings, right? So those are the feelings that lead out of that thought. Next comes the action. So what kind of action is going to come out of feelings of defeat, embarrassment, bitterness, sadness, resent? Likely athletes who are feeling like that are not going to give their all in practice. They're probably not going to play their best. They're going to be maybe wanting to avoid practice. They're they're going to pull back a little bit. They're not really going to play free. So they're not going to give their all. And what kind of results, that next piece, are athletes going to get if they take action like that? Well, they're probably not going to have as much fun. They're probably not going to play their best. And they're probably going to stay on the bench. So as you can see, that that thought wheel, right? You know, starting with the situation, getting benched, choosing the thought, my coach hates me, feeling the feelings of defeat, bitterness, sadness, 
then the actions of not really giving their all in practice lead to the result of not having fun, not playing well, and actually staying on the bench. And so it puts them right back in that situation. And then it just reconfirms that thought, my coach hates me. Now, what if we can change the thought? What if we just change one thing from that wheel? We can't change the situation, maybe, yet, but we can change how we think about it. So let's look at it again. That situation didn't change. Player gets benched. But instead of thinking my coach hates me, she chooses to change that thought to there's an opportunity here. So we're not going super negative. We're not saying my coach hates me. That girl shouldn't be playing. You know, woe is me. The thought now is there's an opportunity here. Doesn't mean that it might not hurt to be benched. We're not saying that. We're not saying you shouldn't feel those feelings. However, we're choosing to think there's an opportunity here. Now, what type of feelings come out of that thought? If I'm looking for an opportunity, I'm probably a little more optimistic. I'm feeling motivated. I'm feeling determined. Now, what actions am I going to take if I'm feeling that way? Likely, in practice, I'm going to be asking for feedback. Maybe I'm going to be working harder on some of my weaknesses. I'm going to maybe be watching film outside of practice. I'm going to be working harder in practice. I'm I'm feeling motivated. I'm feeling determined. So I really want to give my all in practice, and I really want to figure out how I can actually improve and how I can get better. Now, what kind of results am I going to get if I'm doing that in practice? I'll tell you from the coach perspective, when I see my players are working on their weaknesses, they're watching film, they're asking me for feedback, they're improving. They're improving their skills. So likely this player who is doing all of these things, she's going to get some, some good results. She's probably going to improve her game. She's probably going to enjoy the process a little bit more. And maybe she's going to get more opportunities to play and not be on the bench. We can't know that for sure, but we can know for sure that she's going to be putting herself in a better position to get more playing time. So can you see how just changing that thought can actually change the outcome? And that's because our actions and our results are actually a reflection of what we think. I'll say that again. Our actions and our results that we get are a reflection of what we think. We can always link it back to a thought. And this is so So powerful for athletes to understand and realize because they have more power and more control over situations than they think. Another reason why this works is because what we focus on expands. Sort of like a microscope that we we put something under, whatever we put under there just gets bigger and bigger. And we get to decide what we put under our microscope. We get to choose what we focus on. It's also what's behind the saying, you know, the grass is greener greener where you water it. And I know this from personal experience. Last, I'll take a little little side note story here. Um, Last spring, in this one corner of of our lawn, weeds were just like taking over. It was supposed to just be bark dust in that corner. You know, we just had like very simple, but there was just a ton of weeds. We just couldn't figure it out. Like, why are there weeds in that corner? Um, we're not even doing anything to it. And then the weirdest thing too, was that the grass near that area was dying. It was like weeds in the corner where the bark dust was supposed to be and dying grass that were, that was supposed to be nice and green, right? We couldn't figure it out until one day I was out there in the morning when the sprinkler system was going off. And one of the sprinkler heads in that area was pointed 
at that corner where the bark dust was, where the weeds were growing. So literally what we were doing was we were watering the weeds and not watering the grass. Okay. So of course, of course the weeds were growing. We were giving all of the water to the weeds. We were giving all of our attention to the weeds. All right. That's where, that's where the water was going. And that's what was going to grow. We weren't giving any water to the grass where we actually wanted, you know, the grass to be green and and flourishing. All right. So of course our weeds were thriving and the grass was dying. And this is the perfect example of how it works. What we focus on, what we water, what we cultivate is going to get bigger and stronger. So if we are watering those negative thoughts, if we are watering, um, you know, those, those, those thoughts that my coach hates me and I'm not good enough, I'm never going to be good enough. That is what's going to happen. Right. And I see this all the time in athletes and people who are just watering the weeds with their thoughts. They're giving attention and care to those negative limiting thoughts. And therefore, they are growing bigger and bigger. It's what happens. And so the tricky part here is that sometimes we're actually unaware of what we're thinking. And we hold limiting beliefs about ourselves. And we see them as fact. And we don't actually realize what we're putting under our microscope. And we don't actually realize what we're watering. And I see this all the time in athletes who think say things like, I'm too short to fill in the blank, or I'm just not good at defense. And this can even go off the court into things that athletes say to themselves like, I'm lazy, or I'm not good at math. It's like they say these things about themselves as if they are fact, right? It's like part of their personality when it's really not true. They've picked that up somewhere along the way, and they think it is defining them when really this is just a thought that they're choosing to put a lot of effort into and they're they're choosing to focus on it and they're choosing by choosing that they're actually making it come true for themselves. So it can take some time to identify the thought that's leading to an outcome or result in life. But awareness is key and the sooner that we can get athletes thinking about their thoughts, the better. Because we know our thoughts create our outcomes, our thoughts create our reality. So if athletes are getting outcomes that they don't want, on the court or in life, they can take a step back and realize that they have more power than they think they do. They have the power to change their thoughts. So I hope you see how important this is. Like I said, it's the key to training our minds to perform our best. In fact, research shows that we say over 50,000 things to ourselves a day. So knowing that our thoughts create our reality, we know that athletes who harness this awareness and are intentional with what they are telling themselves have the competitive advantage over athletes who let their thoughts run wild. And our brains are primed to go negative as a protective mechanism. Athletes who want to level up, who want to play their best and want to be confident know that it takes work to be intentional with what they say to themselves. So what can we do to ensure this? What can athletes, coaches, and parents be doing to ensure that athletes are creating the realities that they desire. And here's what I encourage athletes to do. Challenge your thoughts, every single one of them. So athletes, you can pick a situation in your life right now. Maybe it's one that you can't change or you feel like you can't change. Or maybe it's a result that you don't like or a situation that you commonly find yourself in. For example, in my life, one situation that I used to find myself in all the time was just being stressed. 
everything was stressful. There was never enough time to do anything. I would wake up in this perpetual state of stress and there's not enough time. Come to find out, those were actually just thoughts I was telling myself. And that was the daily reality I was creating for myself. I was telling myself every day there wasn't enough time. And lo and behold, that's what would happen every day. There wasn't enough time. So what is it for you? Now, get really honest with yourself. What thought are you telling yourself about the situation? Are you like me saying things like there's never enough time? Or are you saying things like it's not worth it or I'll never be as good as her? Write them down. Go through the process. How is that thought now making you feel? What actions are you likely taking as a result? Or what actions are you not taking as a result? And what results are you getting from those actions? Be honest with yourself. When I had time to examine the there's not enough time thought, I found that I was constantly feeling overwhelmed and unsure of where to devote my time. As a result of those feelings, I found that I was actually procrastinating and overcommitting, which meant less time and more stress. I was literally making my own thoughts come true. So as soon as you've done that, as soon as you've kind of examined what the thought is, what the feelings are that are coming from that thought, what actions you are or are not taking, and then the results that you're getting, the next step is to change the thought. What can you change it to in order for it to be more productive for you? For me, the thought that I changed to was there's enough time to do what's important. Maybe for you, it's something like, if she can do it, it's proof that I can too. Or my height makes me quick and hard to defend. Now, I know what you're thinking. And no, you don't have to lie to yourself. Saying something like, I'm the tallest person in the room, when you're not, is unrealistic and your brain won't believe you. The key is to think a true thought that is more productive. That way you can focus on that rather than the thought keeping you in the negative loop. So as parents and coaches, we can do this in our own lives too. We can also encourage our athletes, instead of focusing on the outcome or the situation itself, focus on what thoughts they're choosing around that situation. Doing so will put more power back in their hands, lead to more confidence, knowing that they have more control than they think. So there you have it. One of the most important ways we can create our own outcomes in life is through controlling what we are focusing our thoughts on. Sometimes we can't change the situation. Sometimes we can't change the outcomes, but we can always choose how we think about situations. And that is what actually creates our reality and creates our experience in life. I hope you enjoyed that episode, moms. Quick reminder that registration is open for our What to Say Challenge happening May 14th through 17th. Head over to register so you can join us to learn proven strategies and game-changing scripts you'll keep in your back pocket for those pre- and post-game pep talks. The challenge is just $19 during our earlier pricing happening right now. So head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge. That's also linked in the show notes, and I will see you there.